Xin chào. Chúng bệnh số. Mẹ gà là bà. Ní hào. Selamat siang. Sabai đi toàn sau. Assalamualaikum. Tuadi. Selamat pagi. Magandang umaga. Welcome to the Lotus Talks. Hi, let me introduce myself. I'm Granger Whitelaw, CEO of the Vietnam Group, and I host the Lotus Talks. The Lotus Talks is a show where we talk about the people and the companies that are making a difference in Vietnam and Southeast Asia, or doing good while doing well, as I like to say. It's the golden age here, and there are many exciting things happening. I hope to bring as much to you as possible. So get your coffee, sit back, and relax. And let's go! Good morning. This is Granger Whitelaw with the Lotus Talks. Monday morning, March 23rd, about 6.15 a.m. Just watched the sun rise over Ho Chi Minh City, where I'm located. I am working from home, sheltering in place, as they say. I have my coffee, and I am ready to start the day. It's been... Uh, Interesting, last couple of days over the weekend. Um, actually got some sleep and some rest and de-stressed a little bit, which is a good thing to do. I think it's important that during this time we all de-stress as much as possible, uh, especially when you're at home, you have possibly wife uh, or children, elderly parents living with you, and everybody has a lot of stress, a lot of questions on their minds about what's happening and what to do, what's the right thing to do. Um, I know I certainly have received calls and notes from uh, the people that I work with about um, going home to visit their family members over the next week. Wow, there seems to be... Um, a bit of a surge here of cases in Ho Chi Minh and um, questions about how to work, what to do, and communication. So I think it's important as employers that you have some guidance for your employees so you can plan and prepare to respond to the coronavirus disease and the issues that surround it. Um, from a business standpoint, but also mentally and emotionally. This is a very, very important thing. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit. I'm sure you've been reading uh, nonstop. I may not be able to add any value to what you already know, uh, but if I do, um, great. If one thing helps, that would be fantastic. So just from the outset, I would actively encourage all of your six employees to stay home, clearly. If employees have symptoms of any acute respiratory illness um, or any fever, uh, any signs of a fever, any signs of a symptom um, for 24 hours and it doesn't change, um, then they should stay home. So, I mean, you can get a little fever, you can get a little cold, cough, what have you, and it may last for 24 hours, and then it goes away. And, um, and as long as you're not using 
any fever reducer, paracetamol or something to reduce that fever for 24 hours, then you can go back to work. You know, that's kind of the thing with my kids. Um, any fever within 24 hours of a school day, stay home. So back to basics, right? Everything you need in life to know in life, you've learned in kindergarten, right? <laughs> Ensure your sick leave policies are flexible and make sure they're consistent with the public health guidelines uh, that all your employees understand what those are. A lot of them do not. Um, it's important we may be in getting information from um, HR or from different resources that we have as executives uh, and employers, but the employees don't understand all of that necessarily. So really take time to slow down, meet with your employees, and have these conversations, right? Kind of like a family meeting when you have something going on at the family and you all need to sit around the table on Sunday morning or Sunday evening at dinner and have a family meeting. So sit down and talk to your employees. Walk them through um, these different issues. And talk to the companies that you work with, your partners, uh, your suppliers. Um, those are really important for your operations. You need to have this conversation to make sure that, listen, make sure that they're doing these things too. Ask them, are you doing these things? What are you doing? And how are you doing it, right? Because you can get some possible um, insight from them that you can use together. you got to kind of sync up your new supply chain, if you will. Uh, you got to kind of sync up with them and uh, make sure you're on the same page as you're going through this because some dis disruption can affect not only your employees and your company, but your um, vendors, suppliers, customers. And if um, employees are worried about coming to the office, I think that um, you should meet with them. And uh, if, if they're really concerned about it and they can work from home, give them the opportunity to do that. You know, even if it's for a couple of days just to leave their fears, um, give them the opportunity to do that. That's just uh, the right thing to do. And it will only come back in a positive way for you. Uh, certainly, um, make sure that you are talking about proper hygiene. Uh, we all talk about washing our hands, uh, provide tissues, and provide uh, hand sanitizer. Make sure you have proper soap. Uh, make sure you really communicate this with your employees. Uh, it can be kind of repetitive, maybe, and um, overly annoying, <laughs> but so what? You need to do it. And routinely clean all of the touch services in your workplace. The workstations, you know, the countertops, doorknobs is a big one, right? People come in and out, in and out, in and out. Um, make sure that you go where the, the cafeteria is or where you have coffee, um, et cetera. Make sure you really wash that down throughout the day. I know people are doing it every half an hour or hour, depending on how much that is used by your employees. Really, really important um, because you don't want you want to stop the transmission of anything. You want to really have a clean environment. 
I actually, uh, here in Ho Chi Minh, uh, found a company, um, I couldn't even begin to pronounce the name, I don't think, Dick Vu Fun. Um, they are um, at 926-193-193 is their phone number, and they will come in and they will disinfect your office. They are doing it for airlines, they're doing it for offices, they come in, um, they will spray down the entire office for you. I know we are doing that. Um, and maybe we'll do it once a week. Uh, just to really make sure that uh, anything airborne, it's in the walls, the curtains, I don't know, the, the couches, the chairs, the, the, the softer furniture in your offices, um, it really gets in everywhere, right? And it's just smart planning. If you have any employees that are traveling, I would advise them not to travel. I'm assuming that all of you have stopped all of your um, travel uh, for your companies. If someone has to travel, um, make sure that they understand all the latest guidance from the airlines. I don't really think you can leave Vietnam and come back anyway right now, and Singapore certainly has ch shut down their borders. I believe Cambodia is. So, uh, again, back to telecommuting uh, on the phone or using video conferencing like we spoke about last week. Um, that's really the way you want to do it. And I would really uh, talk to your employees about when they're at home and, um, and, and the mental health part of it, right? Staying active, you know, try to take walks. If you can, get out, walk around. Uh, wear your mask, obviously. Um, get some sun every day. I think 30 minutes of sunshine to get vitamin D in your body is really important. Uh, you know, that this will pass, that, that you are there for them uh, as an employer, and that you are doing everything you can to do. For critical employees and having an infectious disease outbreak, response plan, getting critical employees separated is a really good idea as well. Um, I've spoken to a couple of friends of mine who, whose companies have split their employees in different buildings, and they've taken key employees from each division and teamed them and split them now. So that in case one building got shut down, quarantined, uh, to be cleaned, et cetera, even for a week or a couple of days, the other team can uh, absorb uh, those functions. This is a really smart thing to do. Um, and I think a great, great way to plan for any type of issue because there are buildings that are being shut down and, uh, and being cleaned. And that's not going to stop. It's only going to continue. So splitting your key people into different buildings, I think, is a great idea. Um, split shifts. If you can do um, split shifts where you have some employees in the office uh, for one week and then another shift the next week, um, also you can maybe split them up more in the office that way, separate them more so there's more social distancing in the office is a great idea. Uh, that would be... Um, a great way to help keep some business continuity. Um, you know, things like getting stamps signed 
um, which is a requirement here for legal documents and other things that need to get done in the office uh, physically, can still get done. Uh, but you do it with a split shift, reduced staff, and, you know, explain to your employees, listen, you're going to have to maybe work some different hours now, right, than you're used to, or longer hours, or just, it's not going to be as consistent as it was before. Uh, we all need to be flexible and try to figure out how to get through this. But identifying the essential business functions and the essential job roles that are critical elements for your supply chain are key. Make sure those people understand um, whether it's raw material suppliers, subcontractors, uh, logistics, etc. Make sure that those are covered um, and make sure those people just understand that they're going to have to be more flexible because, again, as we spoke about earlier today in this conversation, companies that you work with are going to have their own practices. You're going to need to understand what they're doing from a crisis response standpoint, how they're staggering, how they're shifting things around. And you can kind of calendar, map your calendars with them and get on the same page uh, better, especially if they're not all here in Vietnam. They're in different places in Southeast Asia and maybe globally. A lot to think about today on Monday morning coffee. I hope you've had your coffee and if you haven't, please have one and maybe listen to this again. <laughs> it's going to pass. I have great faith that if we all really stay inside right now, if we work from home, work from the office in a thoughtful manner, a more separated manner, and be very conscious about our hygiene, that we can beat this virus. It will pass in the next couple of weeks. We can reduce the spread of it. So please... Please stay at home, or if you're at your offices, use new guidelines you put in place, separate your employees, more distance in the workplace, proper hygiene. I hope you guys have a phenomenal day. Um, it's a beautiful day. The great thing about all of this, I guess, is that the earth is getting cleaner, there's less pollution being produced, and uh, it's a little healthier to be outside if you're at home taking a walk, doing stretching, doing push-ups and sit-ups, keep your mental health up, um, and eat a lot of fruit and vegetables so you keep your immune system up. Have a wonderful day. This is Granger Whitelaw with Lotus Talks. I'll speak to you on Friday. Until then, bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms so you never miss an episode. If you want to support what we do, then share and leave a comment. You can always find us on our website at thevietnamgroup.com forward slash The Lotus, as well as our Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and just about everywhere in the world. Just search for The Vietnam Group. We post updates daily and feature the Lotus blog and podcast. Until next time, the Lotus Talks. See you soon.